This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour 3. Hello, America. Welcome. Happy Reformation Day. Happy Halloween across America. I hope you guys have some blue skies where you are because it has just gotten dreary outside. we got a cold front about to move through. It's going to be in the 30s here uh, in a day. I just it's, So it'll be a cool night for Halloween, which is great. i got heaters on my front porch, but uh, I'm ready for the cool weather. I'm going to sneak out and play golf Thursday afternoon. Then we got to go to Louisiana. It's going to be cold there, too. Um, I want to spend a moment on China and TikTok. Uh, there, there's a story, actually. Uh, listener Matthew just sent me this. Internet users in China are expressing bewilderment that the name Israel doesn't appear on leading online digital maps from Beidou and Alibaba an ambiguity that matches Beijing's vague diplomacy in the region and contrasts with its attentiveness to maps generally. Beidou's Chinese-language online maps demarcate the internationally recognized borders of Israel, as well as the Palestinian territories, plus key cities, but don't clearly identify the country by name. The same is true with online maps produced by Alibaba's AMAP, where even small nations like Luxembourg are clearly marked. Neither company responded to questions on Monday. It's unclear whether the development is new, though it has been discussed by Chinese Internet users since war broke out. China's government has, over the years, cried foul and levied fines over maps published elsewhere online, such as on hotel websites, for failing to strictly adhere to Beijing's territorial claims, like leaving off a nine-dotted line stretching around the South China Sea that isn't internationally recognized. The Chinese are our enemies. The Chinese are not our friends. They're not our rivals. They're not our opponents. They are our enemies. We should treat them as such. They are Israel's enemy as well, wiping Israel off the map. They show the geographic formation border, but they won't name it. This is very similar to when I grew up overseas the maps in Middle Eastern countries were redacted. They either said Palestine, they would oftentimes have Palestine, the label glued over the word Israel, but you'd never see the word Israel. That's what China's doing. But there's something more disturbing too. Our federal government has not gotten serious about shutting down TikTok in the United States. I refuse to use TikTok. TikTok is a Chinese surveillance site. You should delete it from your phone and your children's phones. You should not use TikTok. TikTok is a, an app on your phone that allows China to spy on you and not only build a database against you, but TikTok 
also uses its algorithm to steer propaganda towards you. Uh, A month or so ago, what went viral on TikTok was a video of a girl. Her boyfriend was putting a ring on her finger, and as the ring touched her finger, she saw the world as it would be as she was married. She was scrubbing toilets, feeding babies, and miserable. And she decided not to get married and have kids. If you paid attention to the background of this viral video, it was filmed in China and it went viral on TikTok. A lot of people saw it. So much so people started commenting on it. People who like, why is this even in my my algorithm? And they showed they they saw it. And it was the message was if you're a white Western girl, don't get married. Don't have kids. Transgenderism is is another big one. Transgenderism, the cult of transgenderism is ultimately a death cult to sterilize your children. They convince your child that he or she is of the opposite sex and go on hormones to sterilize them so they cannot have children. It is not a coincidence that the wave of transgenderism that is sweeping over the country so aggressively in the past couple of years, much of it came from TikTok influencers and the TikTok algorithm that elevated those voices. Your children on TikTok are being indoctrinated into this madness. Your children on TikTok are being indoctrinated into transgenderism by the choice of the Chinese government to elevate those things that normalize it in the TikTok algorithm. And now the anti-Semitism is happening too. See, Abigail Schreier and others note the pervasiveness of pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian, anti-Semitic, anti-Israel viral pieces going up on TikTok. People are seeing them in their algorithm, very pro-Palestinian pieces in the TikTok algorithm. And given the nature of what people do and see and participate on TikTok, it can't be coincidence that these anti-Semitic pieces are suddenly being elevated in the TikTok algorithm. This company is working for the enemy. This company is owned by the enemy. This company exists to serve the enemy's purposes. And TikTok can hire all the lobbyists in the world to reach out to me and try to tell me it's not so. And TikTok can try to fund my conference so I'll shut up about them and I don't want their money. TikTok is a nefarious entity that should not be on your children's phones. And when your kid decides your kid is a woke progressive, you just ask, did I let my kid keep TikTok on their phone? And if you did, then you are to blame for your child becoming woke because you put a program on your child's phone that is designed to poison your child's mind on behalf of a Chinese Communist Party. TikTok is bad. It's not just that TikTok is bad. It's that TikTok is owned by the enemies of the United States who will use everything they possibly can, including TikTok, against us. The Chinese have deleted the word Israel from their maps. At the same time, I absolutely do not think it's a coincidence the number of pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian propaganda pieces circulating in the algorithm of TikTok to your phones. It's China putting its thumb on the scale. And you really should not let them. You really, really 
need to understand that this isn't hysteria. This isn't fear porn. This isn't this isn't something that's come out of left field. This is legitimate. The Chinese are using outside entities to buy land around federal military installations in this country, buy up large tracts of land in this country. They're buying up farmland. They're buying up land near sensitive military installations. They're using TikTok. We've got to stop treating these people as rivals. We've got to stop treating them as arm's length uh, contractual parties. They're our enemy. And the sooner we all recognize they're all, they are our enemy, the better off and safer we will be. They're trying to poison your children's mind as well. And it's not just them, too. It's, it's, I mean, all of the left these days on college campuses, they're, they're indoctrinating. They're, they're not just indoctrinating. They're, they're brainwashing. They're teaching your kids at an elementary, middle, and a high school level. They put in these Confucius Institutes, the Chinese did. And now you have the woke leftists who are peddling Marxist propaganda and postmodern uh, theory to your kids they're twisting your children to hate this country. They're twisting your children to think that we're all going to die. Now they're saying six years, six years we got until until we fall off the face of the earth because of climate change. And you got kids who are, are deciding, well, I can't grow up and have kids of my own. The world's coming to an end. This is all a, a, a plot to restrict and restrain births to save the planet, but also to benefit the Chinese. The Chinese do not want little American boys to grow up and join the military. The wokes are doing everything they can to drive American families from wanting to support the military. And, and the Chinese are, are supporting them and amplifying them and using the TikTok algorithm undoubtedly to do these things. TikTok is bad, and so is China. And this stuff sounds crazy, I realize, but it's only crazy if you haven't been paying attention. They're not your friend. They're not your opponent. They're your enemy, and we should not be using the products of our enemy that they can use to weaponize American minds and poison American minds, which is why you should delete TikTok from your phones if you have it, and why you should not allow your children on TikTok. You should not reward the Chinese propagandists. You should not reward the Chinese government, which owns TikTok. I don't understand why this is so hard for so many people to get. And the Biden administration has had plenty of opportunity to ban TikTok, and they've refused. Governors and states have banned TikTok from college campuses, from uh, employee phones of government employees, because undoubtedly the Chinese have figured out ways to get information off of our phones once you put TikTok on. TikTok can deny it. TikTok can say it's not true. They can do all of these things. But at the end of the day, they're still owned by the Chinese Communist Party, the Chinese military. They, they are still owned by China. And China insists that everything China owns be used to advance the interests of China. So that includes TikTok. It's not just that our children's minds are being poisoned by the transgender movement and now the anti-Semitic movement. It's that China's weaponizing all this stuff against us. I, I have no doubt one day. Here's a scenario on TikTok. You are a married heterosexual person, and you spend a whole lot of time looking at um, mildly inappropriate 
homosexual things on TikTok and you go to church and you're upstanding in your community, it's only a matter of time before the Chinese harness this data, weaponize it against you and threaten to blackmail you or coerce you in some way that you might be gay whether you are or not, given what you're looking at on TikTok. Or you're on TikTok and you're you're looking up information about a, a sexually transmitted disease or something like that, the Chinese will weaponize it against you. They will use your searches and weaponize those things against you and your community. You just wait. It will happen. It's happened plenty of times before in other scenarios. The Chinese will do it on TikTok. You're better off deleting your account today than letting China use it against you in the future. In the meantime, your children are being brainwashed by China uh, against the detriment to the detriment of this country. You got to think about these things, folks. We're in a cold war with China, whether we want to be or not, and they will use whatever they can against us and everything they own, they will control and use against us. And one of the things they own is TikTok. And I do not think it's a coincidence that at the same time, maps around the world controlled by China have erased the word Israel. People in America are starting to get a bunch of anti-Semitic posts pulled up in their TikTok algorithm because it's what China wants. Don't let China get what it wants. Delete the app. Avoid it. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. I I got to play you some audio. The Senate has been hearing from uh, the Secretary of State, the Secretary of Defense, the Secretary of Homeland Security, and the FBI Director. Here is part of the exchange between Senator Ron Johnson and Secretary Mayorkas. Many people has this administration let in by encountering, processing, dispersing, or that have come in as a known uh, or, or unknown Godaway. What, what approximately? I don't need an exact number. So what do we got, Senator? Let me let me uh, let me. I, say, I need numbers. I, again, don't filibuster me. How many people has this administration led into the country? Let, let me say at the outset that uh, our job would be a lot easier if the broken immigration system was. No, Mr. Secretary, I want a, a number. How many people have you led into this country? I, I should also. How, uh, okay, let, I'll, I'll give you the number. It's about six million. And then there was this from FBI Director Christopher Wray. But as I said a few moments ago, on top of the homegrown violent extremists and domestic violent extremist threat, we also cannot and do not discount the possibility that Hamas or another foreign terrorist organization may exploit the current conflict to conduct attacks here on our own soil. We have kept our sights on Hamas and have multiple ongoing investigations into individuals affiliated with that foreign terrorist organization. Multiple ongoing investigations, which leads me to take a call from Eric. Welcome to the show. Wow. What a great lead in, Eric. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. My question question exactly was that as like with this loose border, everything that's going on at universities, uh, uh, my thoughts are a terrorist attack is imminent. Do you agree with that? And if so, when do you think something like that would happen? I I I think it is likely. Uh, I I even would, would say it's it's not just possible but probable. I don't know when. Um, I I I don't know that it's imminent. Uh, I think if if we escalate or if China does something, it will. Listen, the left for a couple of years now has said this is a conspiracy theory to think there might be Chinese sleeper cells or foreign sleeper cells in this country. Uh, increasingly, even the FBI believes that we may have people in this country 
who have come across the border and who mean us harm. What is mind-boggling to me is that the Biden administration refuses to do anything about it. It's mind-boggling to me that we have this scenario and we've got the FBI director saying this, and when the Biden administration says it wants more funding for border security, what they mean is more funding to process more people to get into this country, not to actually shut the border down. The Democrats have allowed this border to stay open. And I got to tell you, here's what's going to happen. I, I, Charlie, you can say this in the I told you so file. Here's what's going to happen. When, not if, when something bad happens in this country, Republicans will say we should have closed the border, we should have secured it, and Democrats and the media will say, oh, Republicans are pouncing on the tragedy. Republicans are pouncing on the tragedy. Republicans are, how dare you try to exploit this for your political gain? That's what they'll do. But the American public will know it's true. People are going to get killed because Joe Biden refuses to secure the border. We've got all sorts of economic turmoil as well in this country right now. It's it's what's going on is kind of crazy. At least the markets are up today, but who knows what will happen tomorrow. Banks are getting their credit downgraded. The interest rates are going up. We'll find out tomorrow how much more, if at all. Swiss America has been sounding the alarm about all of this and the all-out assault on our freedoms. With soaring interest rates, with banks teetering on collapse, with the topsy-turvy nature of the stock market and the instability in the economy, let Swiss America teach you how to save and, and protect your hard-earned assets. Go read their report, The Secret War on Cash. It's free. All you have to do to get this free report, Secret War on Cash, is call or text my name, Eric Erickson, to 800-289-2646. The War on Cash includes digital forms of currency. It's spreading. It's a government and corporate effort combined. 800-289-2646. Text them or call, say, Eric Erickson, or you can go to SwissAmerica.com slash Eric, SwissAmerica.com slash E-R-I-C-K, 800-289-2646 is the phone number if you want to call or text. Message and data rates may apply, or go to SwissAmerica.com slash Eric. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. I know I got people on hold, but I I, I need to play some audio for you. Um, I, I need you guys to hear this lady. Um, before I get there, I, I need to note uh, that uh, my buddy Leland Vittert, he toured a hospital in Ascalon in Israel that's been hit by four rockets uh, fired by Hamas, Ascalon is in Israel. And he, he's asking a question, why did the media go crazy when Hamas wrongly accused Israel of bombing a hospital, but when Hamas hits an Israeli hospital, nobody in the media cares? Why is that? Um, great question by Leland. Really, really important question by Leland. And it's true, this, this Israeli hospital has been hit multiple times by... Hamas and no one in the media has cared. And a lot of people are saying, but the Palestinians, but the Palestinians, these people weren't saying, um, but the Israelis. I want to play for you some audio. And this is somewhat lengthy. 
And it may cut out my time for phone calls, but every single one of you needs to hear Rachel Goldberg. Rachel Goldberg is the mother of Hirsch Goldberg. Rachel Goldberg was yesterday at the United Nations. Her son, Hirsch, may be alive, may be dead. My name is Rachel, and I am the mother of Hirsch Goldberg, Poland. He's my eldest child and my only son. The last time I saw Hirsch was on Friday night, October 6th. We are Americans and Israeli, and we live in Jerusalem with Hirsch and our two daughters. We had gone to, as a family to synagogue and then to dinner at our friend's house. And at 11 p.m., Hirsch took his backpack he had brought with him, kissed me and kissed John, and headed out to meet one of his childhood friends whose name was Honor. And they were gonna go to an all-night nature music festival in the south of Israel, ironically called the Festival of Unity and Love. The next morning, I was having a cup of tea when the bomb sirens started to blare in Jerusalem. John had already left for synagogue. I quickly woke my two daughters and we went into our bomb shelter in our apartment. After 10 minutes, we came out and although normally I don't use my phone on the Jewish Sabbath, because it was an emergency, I turned on my phone to make sure that Hirsch and Honor were okay. That was at 8.20 Saturday morning. Immediately, two texts popped up on my screen from 8.11. The first text said, I love you. And the second said, I'm sorry. And I immediately knew something horrible was unfolding in my world. We came to find out what happened. When the massacre that ultimately killed close to 300 at that music festival and more than 1,400 people total, when that massacre began, Hirsch, Honor, and 27 others managed to escape to a roadside bomb shelter and hid inside. Hamas militants came to the doorway and began throwing in hand grenades, which all witnesses with whom we have spoken said that Honor managed to pick up eight of them and throw them back out. But three of those hand grenades did get by and detonated inside. Next, Hamas fired into this small concrete room of 29 music lovers, an RPG, and then sprayed the room with machine gun fire. After a couple of moments of the dust settling, Hamas entered. Most of those young people were now dead. Some were alive and wounded and trapped under the dead bodies, so they pretended to be dead. It is from those witnesses that we know that Hirsch and two other young men were ordered to stand. And when Hirsch stood up, they all saw that his left arm had been blown off from the elbow. He had somehow managed to put on some sort of tourniquet or bandage and walked out with the other two young men. They were loaded onto a Hamas pickup truck and headed toward Gaza. Hirsch's last cell phone signal was found inside of Gaza at 10.25 in the morning on October, October 7th. And since then, we have been given a video showing Hirsch getting into that truck with a bloody stump where his left arm used to be. And that was 18 days ago. And since then, we know nothing. We have begged the Red Cross from all and all other international humanitarian aid organizations to find out if the hostages who are from 33 different countries around the world who were severely wounded like Hirsch, were they treated? The grandmothers, the babies, or 17-year-old Ruth Perez, who was mitonic dystrophy and was stolen from her wheelchair from the music festival without her feeding tube. 
but our pleas came to no avail. The Red Cross said they were at the border, but they were denied access into Gaza. So here I live in a different universe than all of you. You are right there. We seem like we live in the same place, but I, like all of the mothers and all of the fathers and wives and husbands and children and brothers and sisters and loved ones of the stolen, we all actually live on a different planet. And the very cruelest of questions each of us is asked every single day without intended malice is, how are you? Well, picture your own mother and then picture her being told there are only two options. You are either dead or you had your arm blown off and were kidnapped by gunpoint into Gaza and no one knows where you are or if you bled to death in that pickup truck 18 days ago or if you died yesterday or if you died five minutes ago. Picture your own mother and that those are her only two options. And that is my answer to you when you ask, how are you? That is how all of us here on our planet feel, this planet of beyond pain, our planet of no sleep, our planet of despair, our planet of tears. There are over 200 hostages being held in Gaza right now. Over 100 of them are from 33 countries. Where is the world? We, the families of the 200 hostages, are far away on our own planet of agony. But where are you? Why is no one crying out for these people to be allowed access to the Red Cross? Why is no one demanding just proof of life? This is a global humanitarian catastrophe. And the hatred being showered on Israel now, I keep being asked by that in all of the press, and I will say two things. First, in an article I read, it was so eloquently stated that when you only get outraged when one side's babies are killed, then your moral compass is broken and your humanity is broken. And therefore, in your quiet moments alone, all of us everywhere on planet Earth need to really ask ourselves, do I aspire to be human or am I swept up in the enticing and delicious world of hatred? This is not a phenomenon unique to Israel or Gaza. This is everywhere on our planet. I understand that hatred of the other, whoever we decide that other is, is seductive, sensuous, and most importantly, it's easy. Hatred is easy. But hatred is not actually helpful, nor is it constructive. Second, I know that Israel is being cautious, not just because Israel knows there are 200 hostages who were stolen into Gaza on October 7th, but also because Israel knows there are 2 million Palestinian civilians who are trapped in Gaza. And this is why Israel gives warnings to civilians in Gaza to relocate before they strike. But there were no warnings given to the women, the children, the elderly, the music lovers, and the babies on October 7th before the intentional massacres on innocent lives. We all know that war and conflict always, always ends up hurting the innocent. And that is why war is so brutal. And it is why it's so very devastating. We see that everywhere in our world and everywhere in the history of our world. And a competition of pain, there is never a winner. 
One thing gave me a whisper of hope from all of the horror on October 7th, because one of the witnesses with whom I spoke told me that when the rocket fire first began and all of those young, music-loving hippies went running into the bomb shelter, there was a Bedouin man who was a guard at the kibbutz across the street, and he ran into that same shelter for cover. And as Hamas closed in on the bomb shelter, the man told the young people, shh, stay quiet, let me go talk to them. And he went outside and he said in Arabic, I'm a Muslim, everyone inside is my family, we are Muslim, you don't have to search in there. He tried to save them. He could have just said, I'm a Muslim and just saved himself. But he tried to do the right thing even though it was terrifying and even though it required unimaginable courage. He was brutally beaten and the witnesses do not know what his fate was. But I take comfort for a fleeting moment knowing that there was someone trying to do the right thing when everything in the universe had been turned upside down. We human beings have been blessed with the gifts of intellect, creativity, insight, and perception. Why are we not using it to solve global conflicts all over the world? Because doing this is hard and it takes fortitude, imagination, grit, risk, and hope. So instead, we opt for hatred because hatred is so comfortable, so familiar, and so very, very easy. I implore world leaders, both seen and unseen, who have been working tirelessly to get all the hostages free, I beseech you on behalf of all people everywhere to remain steadfast, determined, and tenacious, and may God be with you. That's Rachel Goldberg. She does not know if her son Hirsch is alive or dead. He was last seen being carted onto a truck and being taken to Gaza with his arm blown off. His friend Honor in the bomb shelter was able to grab eight grenades that were thrown in by Hamas and throw them back out at Hamas, but three got by him. He was killed while Hirsch at least survived the bomb shelter. What a remarkably powerful testimony from her. And it is also why there will be no ceasefire. There cannot be a ceasefire. There was a a scene that unfolded at the White House a short time ago. Uh, A reporter claiming that he lost 160 relatives in Gaza over the last few days. I I just, I, I want you to know I don't believe him at all. I flat out fundamentally do not believe the man. Uh, But if so, um, it's on Hamas, not on Israel. This is John Kirby addressing the man. Thousands of uh, Palestinian civilians have fallen so far, including 160 of my own relatives. And I'm just wondering how many Palestinian civilians need to be killed before the United States called for a ceasefire? First of all, my condolences to you and your family. Are you in touch with some? Well, that, that are as still, much as I can. Not as much as you'd like to be, yeah. But uh, I'm very sorry to hear that. Uh, I'm very sorry to hear that. And so I can see this is obviously personal for you. I can tell you it's personal for the president, too. We don't want to see any more civilian casualties. So in terms of a ceasefire, um, our concern with that is that Hamas benefits. To the, to the tune of being able to refit, renew themselves, plan and execute uh, additional attacks. Um, 
and as I said yesterday, right now is, is not the time for a general ceasefire. It is, however, the time to consider pauses in the fighting long enough so that folks like your relatives and family members can get this incredibly needed humanitarian assistance and perhaps a, a, a way to get out if they want to get out. So we're, we're supporting that and we'll see what we can do. But again, my, my deepest condolences. I, I, I don't believe the reporter, honestly. Um, but if so, that's still not a reason for a ceasefire. Uh, what about the calls for the hostages to be released? As Rachel Goldberg said, where are the calls for the hostages to be released? Where's the concerted global effort? Where's China in that? They're awful quiet. Let me tell you about the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. You can get three Eden Pure Thunderstorms for less than $200 right now at EdenPureDeals.com. What is it? It's an air purifier. So it gets rid of dust. It gets rid of pollen floating in the air. It's filterless. You don't have to get a filter subscription uh, for the Eden Pure. You don't have to do that. You just wipe it out on occasion. It's got electrostatic plates where it really shines. It's an odor eliminator. So if you've got smoke odors, pet odors, litter box odors, cooking odors, musty odors in your house, if you're your rental car, somebody's been smoking in it or your hotel room, you can use the Eden Pure Thunderstorm to clean the air and get rid of the smells. It uh, works on directly plugged into an outlet, or you can use a USB cord and plug it into a car and power it that way. And it really does work. It wipes out those odors. You get three of them for less than $200 at EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is just my name, Eric. On the front page of that site, you'll see a discount code box, and you put in E-R-I-C-K. It's EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is Eric at EdenPureDeals.com. Get three of them for less than $200. Clean the air. Wipe out the noxious odors that spoil in your environment. You get one for upstairs, downstairs, your basement, your RV, your travel bag, wherever you need them. They're convenient. They work. EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code, Eric. Hello there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number, well, it's too late to call in. My apologies to those of you I couldn't get to. I hope you understand. I thought it was very important that you all hear Rachel Goldberg. Um, let me tell you one of the things that's happening right now. Uh, you, you can see it happening. Secularism in the United States, particularly among progressives, is becoming its own religion, and it's very Gnostic. You must and by Gnosticism, I mean you you have to have uh, – you provided a secret knowledge on how to live. If you just join the group and you learn, you, you get this, this Gnostic knowledge like it explains transgenderism. There's a Gnostic knowledge beyond science. There's, there's super science-y science where you can learn how boys can become girls and the like. You can learn – how climate change is going to wipe us out in six years and all. And they have their liturgies. They have their hymns. They have their anthems. They have their their marches. They have their church services in the form of protest. Uh, we see this with the, the pro-Hamas demonstrators on college campuses. It's all very, there's a religious aspect to it that instead of going to church and worshiping, they have to march in the streets and they have to hold up signs and banners and sing their anthems. And there is a religious aspect to it. And they have taken upon themselves the role of creator, and they can create themselves however they want, and they can create other things as they want. They can create a new reality by changing words. All they do is change the word. They've changed reality. That, that's a bedrock principle of postmodern Marxism is that if you change the definition of a word, you've changed reality. It's something that Orwell was writing about in 1984. I have written a book on this topic. I haven't wanted to say anything till it got done. 
It hasn't, you, you can't pre-order it yet. We're going through the editing phase. The book title is You Shall Be As Gods. The, actually, the cover of the book, it's like the first time I've ever written a book and got the cover back. is like, I can't think of anything to change. It's perfect. Um, and I, it's even got a scene of, of the, 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 the Christians being burned on the streets of Rome by Nero. It's a famous painting that's incorporated into the cover of the book. Uh, you shall be as gods. It'll come out early next year. If you would like to pre-order it, there's not a link yet, but if you text Eric, E-R-I-C-K to 33777, if you text Eric to 33777, I will, when the time is right, I'll text you back a link to pre-order my book. I hope you'll be interested in it. I have written it as best I can to be as accessible by everyone. Uh, to under so you understand not just what's going on, but because when we understand that what's happening is actually creeping in a very old paganism, there's also solutions to push back against it and stop it. Um, so if you will text Eric, my name E R I C K to three three seven seven seven, when I can send you the pre order link, I will send it to you. And hopefully you can make it a bestseller so we can drive it up the the New York Times list and the Amazon list. And people will actually read the book and understand how to fight the wokes because that's ultimately what it's about. And I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.